Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of War Call, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after we put out important news. I'm going to start calling this Beyond David Lukacs because it's <laughs> on and on and on. And that's because mm-hmm. it's doing amazing things in the metaverse. Uh, things keep happening literally every week. For those of you, for those of you who are new to the story, we got David Lukacs on. He's the CEO of Liquid Avatar Technologies, trading calendar LQID for our friends who yes, LQAVS. For those of you who the story, as far as the description goes, here's the genesis of Liquid Avatar. It started off as a global blockchain and personal identity solutions company. So what they did was they started off by empowering people like you and me uh, to manage, control, and even generate money uh, from our biometrically verified online identity. Uh, and we know that became a real big problem with the Facebook with the Facebook scandal three, four years ago. And that was the genesis of all that, a lot of legislation driving all that. But this has also led to providing businesses and governments with the ability to easily integrate digital wallets and digital identity solutions uh, through the company's liquid avatar platform. But it gets even better as the digital universes continue to expand, there's ever-increasing need to verify online identity. I mean, it's on a roll now. The Ontario government has released their digital plans and digital identity plans. Google has talked about these things. And what we're seeing right now is the internet evolving from .com read-only to Web 2.0, which was read and engage, to the current Web 3, which I can best describe for older viewers like me and David as entering the matrix, and for the younger viewers out there as Ready Player One. The technical team, uh, the technical term is the metaverse. It's already a $30 billion market. But that's only going up. And we know that because look what Facebook just announced. It changed in the meta, that's a meta. And their, their line on their website is 3D spaces in the metaverse will let you socialize, learn, collaborate, and play in ways that go beyond what we can imagine. And you know, this feels just like Web 1.0. We didn't imagine what was coming. How big is this market going to be? Bloomberg. Bloomberg Intelligence believes the metaverse can reach 800 billion by 2024. That's just two and a half years, three years away, however you want to measure that. Uh, Roundhill, South Korea's biggest uh, asset manager, Samsung, uh, recently launched a metaverse fund. And Roundhill Investments, a major ETF, said, we believe more virtual platforms will emerge, new virtual platforms will emerge, and they will likely see today's leaders. Well, Liquid Avatar's Aftermath Islands metaverse is an example of that and is off to a screaming success already because we've heard that Musk Manor is already sold out. We can see from the tweets from Aftermath Island, sales are going great. And two more big press releases here to talk about that came up this week. David, welcome back. I know that's a mouthful, man. There's so much going on with you guys. And we're only scratching the surface, George. Great to be here. That is the scary part, uh, mm-hmm. that, that, we're, that we're only scratching the surface. Before we talk about the news that came out today, in the, in the, today and a couple of days ago, because we had a couple of press we've talked about. What is the status of Aftermath Island? We keep saying, we saw Musk Manor sold out. We keep seeing the, the, uh, the account talk about Bitcoin Bays almost sold out. How well is it going? How much can you tell us about how well it's going? Well, I can't quote numbers yet, George. I know that everyone would like me to, but but we had some very good indicators early on of what success would look like and what we hope success would look like. And um, I'm comfortable that we've already um, matched or beaten those. So it's been really good to see that. I mean, we really look at the analytics and the statistics 
and we're very happy with the numbers. Uh, average orders are well ahead. Repeat orders are well ahead. So we're seeing some great results. And again, we started off with a very simple test. We wanted to see how it would go in the first week to 10 days. And now for those that have seen, you know, we have one influencer out there doing some uh, TikToking, and uh, that has just caused an explosion of opportunity for us. We're uh, This week I'm doing an AMA, I believe Friday night, I'm doing an AMA on Clubhouse. So there's lots going on, lots of interest. We're getting, um, uh, you know, reach out by a lot of different organizations. And then this week is proof in the pudding that the metaverse isn't just about socializing or content. It's also about commercialization. And we're excited to talk about that. Yeah, and that's what I've noticed. I mean, it's amazing how fast the metaverse industry, the image of metaverse has really accelerated in the last two, three months. And I think Facebook has a lot to do with that. Mm -hmm. You know, originally when it started out, it was like a cool place to make some money, NFTs and yeah, it's just some little play thing. But now it seems like people start to realize it's taken on real utility. So uh, what I want to know is explain to people how we think the metaverse is actually going to permeate uh, our lives when it comes to the next generation of online activities and commerce. Well, I, I'm going to use it from, from a very simple, and again, you and I are, are a little bit older than maybe the average user of the internet today, but um, you know, we remember a day where, you know, the Sears wish book came out every, every holiday season. You had to look through the wish book to see what you wanted to buy for the holidays. Right. And there's, there was this, you know, massive catalog that we go through and Eaton's had a catalog and Sears had catalogs and Simpsons had catalogs. And then it progressed to more complicated um, catalogs by organizations like Victoria's Secret, which printed different pricing for different regions in the U.S. and Canada. So it was all about, you know, sort of the, the onset of, of commerce. Um, mail order commerce was, was massive. One of the best, um, you know, there's been some great, great books out there. I won't talk about it, one in particular, but, the, you know, talk about mail order business. And the mail order business, when the internet came along, shifted. And in fact, you know, my first business in the internet was all about e-commerce. Trying, You know, we eventually created the... Uh, the the way that Canadians type in their credit cards, the packet technology that allows credit card information to move along the, the pipelines and the gateways. And um, so we went from paper to sort of electronic, and now everything is sort of much more interactive, um, but still very flat. And, and you know, you still look at a, a display and maybe you can rotate it in 3D, but it's still very flat. Next gen of e-commerce will be completely interactive. People will be standing there in a store with a virtual attendant, actually interacting with them, seeing things in 3D, watching videos, doing all of that. Now, when it comes to certain classifications like, you know, Vegas Island, which we launched this week, and Cannabis Cove, which we're launching in this press release, um, they require a little more due diligence because, you know, we have to ensure that the person is of age. They are in the right jurisdiction. There's lots of rules and regulations. And the reason we were able to tackle these two major opportunities first is because our core is digital identity. And I want to come back to that because I said in the outset of my intro that the genesis of Liquid Avatar is digital identity, biometrically verified digital identity. So not only, and, and that, so I'm seeing as soon as I saw Vegas Island and then today seeing Cannabis Cove, I realized, okay, there are two, those are two, elements that need 
I did absolutely have to by law. Otherwise, everyone goes to jail, right? And I started thinking to myself, there aren't too many people who have that advantage. I mean, you can go get off-the-shelf KYC software and things like that, I guess, but it would be very sloppy and very tricky, and I wouldn't want to build a business on that. So how has Liquid Avatar's digital identity expertise uh, contributed to, the, to your success now in the metaverse through Vegas Island, Canvas Cove, and whatever else might be coming? Well, what we're seeing is what we're seeing is remarkable. We're seeing that the players in the metaverse, other organizations that we're talking to, are saying this is a this is a, a brand new start. We have an ability to start from zero, and if we're going to start from zero and start literally over, why won't we start with digital identity at the beginning, so that we don't have these bots and these fakes and these hacks and all these problems and people stealing NFTs and pretending to be someone else and scamming and phishing. So if we can start off with everybody on a level playing field that everybody is identified going in and, and, and I can be assured yeah. that the, the person I'm interacting with is a real person and they meet the criteria I need them to meet to interact so that, you know, um, adults without permission aren't engaging with children under a certain age. Like there's got to be all these, these fixed rules. But if we start with digital identity at its core, at the nucleus, and then we think about avatars around that nucleus, and then the next layer, we think about the metaverse. So we go back to that, that early dis, uh, description that I gave many, many months ago about liquid avatar. It is that pill in the center with the candy coating, the chocolate and the candy coating around it. So, um, you know, that makes it taste good. So digital identity is at the forefront of where the metaverse has to be. Even without it, it just doesn't work, right? Or, it doesn't. or it's really sloppy or you run to all sorts of problems and then the whole thing collapses. And our technology is built to deal with that. We're already... Um, uh, doing uh, online authentication. So you could uh, scan a QR code, which starts a transaction online, a web code, and that would let you into the website. So it, it's the authentication is already there. It verifies that you are you, and it uses biometric um, you know, uh, opportunities and other types of uh, multi-factor authentication to ensure that you are you. So we've already done that. And we're already doing age verification with the Ontario uh, Convenience Store Association. So at that level, now we're already proving the model in the real world. We're just taking it back to the digital world. So, so it really is for us, it, it's been on our roadmap. This isn't new. It's just the world has woken up around it. And, and everybody's going, well, where did you guys come from? And we go, well, hi. We've always been here. here. We've been always here. And we were the flashy part, right? The thing about digital identity is not the flashy part. People see the flashy part of the metaverse. People see the flashy part of Web3. But... Before the flash has to come the core. Well, yeah, if you build a building, you know, nobody likes to look at what's underground, but if you don't have what's underground, it's going to slide off and fall over. You know, talk to the people at Mandalay Bay, right? So yeah. it's, uh, you know, so you've got to make sure your foundation is strong. And we started with digital identity as our foundation. And, and George, and not to, 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 to brag a little bit, but I think it's only fair. You know me for many years. This isn't the first time we've been way ahead of the curve. And then the curve is caught up. And then we've been sort of the, the beneficiary of that. And, and our company is, has woken up and our stock has woken up, right? So we believe that, that this is just the beginning for our stakeholders. And we hope everybody is always, thanks for the clap. Oh, <laughs> you didn't want to brag. So that's <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you, know, we, you know, we don't benefit from the company in a massive way if our shareholders don't benefit. 
So it's always, everybody needs to do their due diligence, but we want to ensure that we're building value for everyone in the eco chain. So a lot of the people are calling, uh, calling me now and going, man, what you said a year ago is coming true. And I'm going, yeah, okay. Like, Listen, and I will also say that two years ago, when you and I first started talking, we met at a cafe in the greater Toronto area. We won't give away our, our locations. Uh, I said, David, I get it. I see it. But man, this is so far away. This is, I think you're too, I think you're too far ahead of the curve. I actually had. You said three to five years. I had, yeah. I said, this is three to five years away. I had really difficult. So I remember talking to you and saying, man, it's going to be difficult to get shareholder attention out there because it's something so far in advance. And man, were we, was I gladly wrong and glad you were right. Well, we're still at the early days. I mean, there's still so much growth potential, right? Oh, no, no, of course. But it's, it's already think, here. That's the most important. Right. But when you think about the metaverse, the metaverse isn't going to be a VR, a virtual reality experience day one. It's going to go from effectively a first-person shooter uh, or first-person experience, call an FPS or sure. shooter experience, to to an AR augmented reality uh, web-enhanced version to virtual reality. Now that may skip cycles and generations. I mean, Apple just sort of announced in the last couple of weeks that their new file format USD is going to uh, support uh, virtual reality and some of the opportunities. You know, um, Unreal Engine Five is already. Um, being laid down as the standard, we've already produced a couple of videos as concept videos on our YouTube channel for Aftermath Island uh, for to show some UE5 examples. But it's still early days. There's going to be a lot of maneuvering. But what we're doing is we're we're putting stakes in the ground. We're also doing something very unique by doing islands and Aftermath Islands. We basically put water or a fence, uh, you know, a walled garden around each island, so that we can take it through experiences one at a time, not an entire plane surface all at once. So we can test different islands for different opportunities for uh, web AR or VR, and we can isolate those opportunities. So this is planned. This is very, very well planned, we hope. And the other thing too is we've um, you know created three different types of islands. We've created thematic islands like Dinorora uh, Alley or Camelot Key or Cyber City um, um, or Cyber Island, I'm sorry. And then we've created, and those are all thematic. They'll have a very playable surface that is very, very cool and unique to that theme. Then we have communities, and we're already talking to educational institutes about the opportunity of coming to some of our communities so we can do learning. So that's more like a Sims or Second Life experience. And then we have the, the big kahunas. We have the estates, which were they themselves will have restricted access to only allow those players that have estates to invite people in. So they can hold private parties and events and all kinds of cool stuff. And then we go to our commercial um, opportunities like Vegas Island or Cannabis Cove, and then we can be fully commercial. And well, let's talk about that. How, do you, how are you going to commercialize there? What's, what's the strategy for commercializing? Well, we've, uh, for, uh, for Vegas Island, we've brought in you know, some of the creators and especially Howard Lefkowitz from the, originally from the CEO of Vegas.com who built it. From I think a three hundred sixty thousand dollar business. Yeah, I got here from three hundred sixty thousand annual sales to over four hundred million annually over ten year period. Holy moly! Right. So, so we've we're bringing in uh, Howard's Howard's working with us on a number of fronts and and um, uh, uh, is now a, a strategic consultant to the firm and uh, Liquid Avatar Technologies and our operations. And um, uh, Howard saw this opportunity and and wanted to be on board right away. So well, we're going to be. He was ahead on Vegas.com. You know, now we now we probably laugh at his URL at Vegas.com, but at the time, 
that was something to create that to to get that domain and then build an entire e-commerce business out of that, which is unbelievable. Um, so yeah, great. And, and on Canvas Cove, I really like this quote from them: "The metaverse gives us potentially unprecedented access to technology to be able to educate individuals on the merits of CBD and to create new and exciting ways to engage our audiences and customers." Aftermath Islands and its format is a perfect example of the kind of environment that our team wants to be part of. So. It, there'll be education going on there, but will I be able to go on Cannabis Cove and grow my own, you know, cannabis virtually, which is actually grown, uh, you know, by the people, you know, by by Primo, your customers, your your, your partners there. Well, that's that's one of the things that Primo wants to do. They they want to have they want to have hemp farms. So um, you know, and the, and and again, you know, let's be very very uh, careful here and talk about the fact that. There will be age restrictions. There'll be jurisdictional restrictions, yeah, educational opportunities. But you know, you know, uh, in in certain games, I can grow, you know, carrots. Uh, World of Warcraft. Uh, I, I in Pandera, I can grow carrots. Why can't I grow hemp? So it, it just, what do I do with it next? Um, it, will uh, it be virtual hemp, or will it also be? I I, I, I can't, I, I can't comment on that. Yeah, I can't comment on that yet because that's beyond you know my pay grade in this respect because I'm. I'm not the grower. That'll be their legal issue. All right. Okay. Got it. You're, can, you're just giving yeah. them the, 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 the platform to do what they well, want. Well, we can facilitate the ability um, and technology to integrate through a supply chain management system. So, but think about the opportunities. We, you know, we can do sports zones for professional sports teams. We can do, and, and all the accoutrements that go with that. We can go back to the idea of having digital sneakers and, you know, digital and, and real sneakers at the same time. There's so many opportunities for commerce. There's, um, we're looking at the DeFi industry and, and what we can do there. Um, you know, for um, investor awareness, there's huge opportunities within wow. the metaverse for companies to do interactive um, presentations, not just, you know, sort of flat video. We can do interactive, multifaceted. And I designed technology to do that many years ago. And it was, um, it was piloted with the launch of Steph Curry's Under Armour shoe. And this is going back many years ago, and I, I sort of designed uh, interactive video technology for um, that was piloted and, and tested by you know other major sports teams. Um, so well, at one point it would be great if we could do something like this in on after in, within the aftermath islands. Will be metaverse. and you're kind of George. Hey George, let's start off on Bitcoin Bay. Now let's go over Musk Manor. Now let's go, and you just kind of show us around. Right. right. How long would you get until you think we get to that level of functionality? Well, we're looking to have the first islands live um, by mid next year. And there, and there will be some piloting along the way. And then then again, what we'll do is we'll have test islands in which we do s- special events and other things so we can pilot new technologies. And we're just lining up now. We're tr- I mean, as you know, we've got everything going on with the metaverse. We've got Comic-Con, L.A. Comic-Con coming up. And that's going to be. Yeah, I want to talk about that because I'm going to be there. How's that looking, David? What's the buzz around it? We're we're about two weeks away from it. What's the buzz around LA Comic Con? Well, you know, now's the time to freak out a little bit, right? It's like, uh, you know, (laughs) it's real, real. Well, we've been we've been getting it real. We've got 1,500 square feet there, which um, you know, the average booth is maybe 100 square feet. We've got 15 times the average booth. We just um, finished the designs yesterday on time for the graphics for the whole booth. And we're, um, um, you know, it's gotta be transported there from New York to LA. So your fingers crossed, 16 foot tower, 10 foot video screen, 
um, I think it's a 36 foot ring, 16 or 20 feet up. It's, it's gonna be impressive. We're doing main stage panels. We're doing a whole bunch of panels. We've got um, ce uh, celebrity signing in the booth. We've got a scavenger hunt, a digital scavenger hunt, which covers the entire um, uh, convention center arena with um, uh, that, that, that um, will have great events that connected to the Star Trek experience, and all kinds of other stuff. And then if you complete the um, uh, scavenger hunt, you get a free plot of land in, in, in Aftermath Islands. So anybody who completes it gets a, gets a free plot of land. And there'll be all kinds of really great, we've got some super killer, killer promos coming out. And by, you did kind of tease us saying, there will be surprises. There will be there is surprises. And some of the, and the, many of the surprises will be interactive. So our, our participants who can't make it to LA Comic-Con will be able to get some of the, the great things that we're doing. That's can't cool. get all of them, cool. but you will be. And, and, and we've already started that process. We've had um, one very successful um, Indiegogo uh, event for Apex Comics Group. There's a second one on it for the right project. There's a second one on the way right now for Phaser Universe. It's, it's, it's live, and that includes the debut of Super Liquid Avatar. And there's also a Kickstarter campaign underway right now for the Outer Spaceman, all for comic books. A Kickstarter campaign. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, yeah, so no, much going on. At some point, I know. It's, 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 there's so much going on that integrates the brand. Next, I think next interview what we do is we open up your browser, you share it, and we just kind of walk through the different properties. Because you got to remember, for even for me, and especially for everybody watching or listening on podcasts, it's brand new. And it would really help if we could, you know, show people things as, as we're talking. Absolutely. You can go to liquidavatartechnologies.com, join our mailing list, and you get everything. We do a Monday night, we do a Liquid Avatar Weekly Buzz. And Tuesday nights, everybody gets an aftermath community um, uh, sort of uh, email. And so anyone who signs up is getting, and we've got thousands of people getting this weekly um, and getting all this information. We are trying to create a great community. It is, and our social media is on fire. I mean, uh, you know, I, I look what you're posting at, at Agoracom and what all the, uh, our affiliates are posting on Aftermath. It is, it's just going exponentially. But what is really super cool is, is we haven't even diverted for one second outside our roots. Everything at the, at the core of our business is still digital identity, but all these other things are going to be the vortex that sucks up digital identity into the metaverse, into avatars, into age verification. So we're starting to see that that wind of change coming. And to add, to add to that, add to that, sorry, just to add sure, to that, sure, sure. is that we moved from a development company into a commercial revenue company yes. in uh, on October 1, and we're seeing the fruits of our labor already. Can't wait to get some numbers, you know, at some point, maybe after Comic-Con, because that's going to be a big... You know, that's going to that's going to be a big jumping off point for for you guys. But in the meantime, Dave has been amazing to watch you guys surpass even what I thought was going to happen because we already talked about this. And to see the acceleration now uh, is amazing. And for everybody at home, I can't wait to be broadcasting from Comic-Con. I'm going to be there. I mean, it's a massive event. It's a huge it's a huge coming out party for Liquid Avatar uh, and all the different properties that David just mentioned there. So. If you can't be there, I'll be broadcasting, but I'm excited and uh, and congratulations on what's happened. And I guess we're going to have you back. I don't know. We're going to have you back in next week. 
You know, or, or you're going to get break because we'll, we'll, it's U.S. We'll Thanksgiving showing up. There are some more surprises coming before before Comic-Con. And, uh, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully we'll see what we can do. But but I'm, I'm hoping the Comic-Con starts on December 3rd on Friday. And, and I know you and I will be down there a little bit early. And I'm hoping to be able to give you a walk of the show as it's being built. Oh, and we'll do a walk and talk. We've already had great right. success with those. Have the... Uh, have the camera going yeah, walking by. People will be able to. Uh, hopefully, they'll let us with a digital innovation partner. Hopefully, they'll let us, you know, do a, a walkthrough and and show what's going on prior. Because if someone's never gone to Comic Con, it is an amazing, amazing experience. And I heard yesterday that their numbers are are um, they their expectations of the numbers are almost the same as they were in 2019. So we're we're talking potentially well over 100 120,000 people showing up over 3 days. That's I mean it's it as you would say it's going to be diabolical. It's going to be diabolical. Can't wait, man. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh and uh I'll probably see you next week, but if I see you next week it'll be from Daytona Beach. We'll be doing a I'll be doing a video with you from there. If yeah. if you're back on, but I got a feeling we'll be. Thanks, David. Thank you, George. Great to be here. To everybody who's been watching or listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform, you've just watched and seen David Lukat, CEO of Liquid Avatar Technologies, trades in Canada under LQID for our friends of the US, LQABF. Guys, I don't even think I need to convince you about why you should be doing your due diligence. I can't tell anything more to go do it, but the metaverse is here. Digital identity is here. And Liquid Avatar has been at the tip of the spear in the small cap industry, way ahead of everybody on these things. So go do your due diligence, get to a GORCOM, take a profile page, and then from there, head over to the company's website by linking over. But for those of you who are watching, or sorry, listening by podcast, liquidavatartechnologies.com. Get there, do your due diligence, believe in the future of the metaverse. Don't say I didn't tell you so 12 months from now. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, this video is over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our channel and never missing another great Agoracom small cap video.